0: welcome to the synergy sisters podcast with hosts debbie Prediger and mary gervais two super connectors at heart who love building powerful relationships with visionaries and thought leaders we act as a focal gathering point for people ideas dreams and enterprises we know that collaborations connections and trusted real relationships unfold naturally as you tune into your intuition What is your heart whispering? We love to explore the big audacious dreams of heart-centered entrepreneurs as they step into their leadership role. We love weaving business and marketing strategy with spiritual development, energetics, and growth mindset.
1: Welcome, everybody. We're so excited for today's opportunity to bring these co-authors together, the authors that have written to their younger selves. It is a book called Dear Younger Self, and I find that fascinating. My name is Debbie Prediger. I am the host of today's episode, along with my dear friend, Mary. I'm going to let you introduce yourself, Mary, and then I would love to just talk a little bit more about what this book is about before we start asking questions of the authors.
2: Good morning, everyone. Debbie, thank you. What a beautiful intro and welcome to all of my fellow co-authors. I am so excited to be here me briefly. I am a serial entrepreneur. I'm an innovator. I love collaboration. And I really think that, um, goes with my story. I am a belief catalyst. I just am able to find that special essence in people and help them bring it out. Um, so I will leave it at that for now. And, um, Debbie, I will hand it back to you
1: perfect thank you so much so this book has fascinated me from the very first time mary started talking about her writing her chapter and i was just like wow that is fantastic i believe all of us should write a letter to our younger self and we should also go back and um, really love on our younger self, that, that person that really maybe didn't know what all the turmoil and the things that we were going through really meant. So in our years of wisdom, and I, what I think that I love the most about this book is that each person is writing a story to their younger self, but they're actually taking that wisdom that they've learned, and they're passing it on to all of the people that will read this book, but also to their families. I really feel that. So I'm going to read you the foreword in this book. And um, I feel very privileged that Mary allowed me to peek at this as the book is actually being launched tomorrow. So it says, this book is dedicated to you. We see you, we feel you, we relate to you and we connect with you because we are you at our core. We are more alike than we are different. We are beings of light and love who deeply desire to make a positive influence on the world with our unique type of brilliance. The pages in this book promise to fill you with the wisdom, insights and inspiration that will align you further with your soul's path. Our hope is that the vulnerability and authenticity of these pages will remind you deeply of who you are and inspire you to claim your dreams, shine your light, step into the legacy you were meant to leave in this world. It is your time. It is our time, it is time. Enjoy the unfolding. Wow, I don't know about you guys, but I get absolute chills as I read that. So Mary, my first question is going to be for you. Why did you write your chapter?
2: Wow, Debbie, I just feel, um, I actually wrote three little stories of myself in my chapter and I have always had this calling um, in intuition and inner guidance, but I took this chapter because I really, uh, mine is called Nurturing the Now. And I just wanted people to realize that when we are conscious and we can take things down a notch and just be still, Um, we are able to open up space for change. And that allows us to flow with ease and grace. It's like we give ourselves permission um, to just be. And when we are able to do that, you finally realize that all you need, all of those answers, all of those things that you're looking for is really just inside of you.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Mary, that sums it up beautifully. Christina, we're going to go to you next. I'd love to know the name of your chapter if you're willing to like tease us with that, and then why did you write it?
2: Well, hello
3: everybody. My name's Christina Mantel, and I am a first-time author, so this is a Uh, a big deal for me (laughs) on many levels Uh, the title of my chapter is ready to land coming home to me and I wrote this chapter because I was a little bit lost and directionless after multiple traumas and events in my life including infertility and I did not know how to move forward I likened myself to a plane that was circling without a destination to land, because, for example, the la- the uh, destination of motherhood was no longer on the table, and so I had really disengaged from myself and from my life, and this writing this chapter for me was really about going back to my younger self, and reconnecting, and you know, I don't want to give away the whole storyline, but. The uh, the whole thing for me ended up being a rite of passage, connecting my younger self, my present self, and my future self and really allowed me to, you know, become more grounded and realize that the most important person in my life is myself and that I needed to be my own hero.
1: Wow. That was powerful. Uh, I see how many hearts you got. I see how many uh, people are writing in the chat. And I can't wait to come back and ask you the next question because you just led me into a whole open field um, without giving away your story. But thank you for allowing us to see the passion and the why behind this.
3: Of course, thank you for having me today.
1: You're so welcome. Samantha, you are up next. I can't wait to hear um, each person's why if uh, you guys have ever heard me before. And Mary knows this about me so much is it's so important for me to understand people's why. And then we're gonna go dive deeper into some of the other logistics of writing a, a collaborative book. But Samantha, what is the name of your chapter and why did you write it?
4: I feel honored to follow Christine after that. I, I was navigating how to find the chat and say something to her and then get back to unmute myself and come here. So <laughs> I'm I'm one of the untech savvy people in this group. My chapter is called Life Before Ruthless. And this book is extremely special to me. I am extremely honored. To be here with these women who become family and i need to say that four years ago today i was on a plane going to meet donna for the first time and going to meet kate for the first time for my first retreat for my first big thing after losing my husband unexpectedly and I was such a shell of myself. I don't know how I did it. I don't know how I did any of those things that year. And looking back from then until now to this experience, this book, this title, this day, I'm having a little bit of a day and being here with these, these women who become so much more than, co-authors. I wouldn't be here without all of you. And uh, my my chapter isn't just a letter to myself. It's to all the young people out there and to all the people who think they have to do things a certain way. And to all of that noise that distracts us from being who we want to be and from living life our way. And so... I called it Life Before Ruthless because I have my own book coming out in a few months that's called Redefining Ruthless, which is kind of my own journey of finding myself without my husband. And uh, I love you, Donna, and I couldn't do it without you and these women who help me every day. And I don't say it enough. And, and we give each other strength through these stories that we share with the world. Um, and I do it. I do it to heal, and to help others heal through things that we really do live and struggle with every day.
1: Wow, we are only uh, three authors into this, and I can already see the collective powerhouses that are here. Mary, you know uh, Samantha brought up uh, Kate's name, and I think it'd be perfect opportunity for you to just to tell us who Kate is and how you got connected with her. And then we will go back to you, Erin, next.
2: Absolutely. And ladies, so far, I'm just, I'm so blessed to be part of this family. You are all such special people. So Kate, Kate Butler. um, Kate Butler is an amazing woman. Um, She is so heart-centered. She is a publisher of um, inspired impact books and in this sense because Kate is so many other things but um, Kate started I almost think it was 10 years ago we'll have to ask Donna the exact date because I know that Donna was in her first book series and Kate started um, doing she first wrote children's books but she started putting together women uh, because she understood the power of the collective. Uh, when we all bring our voices together and share a message with the world, we can move things, change things, share so much more love, um, joy, um, hope. And it is just a incredible community of people that, um, Kate has brought together. And I will let others share a little bit about that. And actually, Donna, I would love you to, if you can un and tell us um, how long it's been since you were in the first book and just tell us a little bit about that.
5: Sure.
6: So at, uh, I met Kate in 2014, in uh, the fall of August of 2014. And she had this idea of a book it was intended to be a one-off, and Women Who Ignite was her first book in the series, and it launched in 2016, in the fall of 2016. And when it came out, she was approached by the women and said, oh, I'd love to be in your next book. And Kate's like, oh, my next book, <laughs> because she hadn't anticipated it becoming a series. And I believe this is the eighth book in, her, in the industry's And truly is a force to be sure that we all share our stories, because she knows that even if we don't know, we all have a story to share. And it's powerful when we do.
2: Thank you, Donna. Thank you so much for sharing that. Okay, Debbie, I'm going to hand it back to you.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for Don- Donna for, and to Mary for just bringing us up to date and the listeners here up to date on who Kate is. I would love to interview her as well. Uh, just a powerhouse, somebody that uh, steps in, sees a need, um, and the need was for all of you beautiful women to have a voice and to really be able to heal through your stories, and I love that. Erin, you are up next. I can't wait to hear your why.
7: Great, thanks so much for having me. So my chapter is called Don't Step on the Ditch Towel. And my life has been filled with amazing experiences, not so amazing and everything in between. And my chapter um, just goes through this whole conversation in life of different things that happened And a lot of these nuggets that if I had, I probably wouldn't have gone down different paths. And what's interesting is that my younger self also has a conversation with me today in helping me get to where I need to be in this present moment. And I did this, this title pulled me. There's something about this dear younger self. Every time I say it, I get the chills because there's so many lessons in life that we all get that unfold, that we forget about because of the noise around us, that if we stay in that present moment and we didn't forget, there could be different outcomes along the way. And I just love this and I love all the lessons and I can't wait to hear um, and read about everybody's lessons they share with the world.
1: Wow, Erin, I agree with you. I said it before. This title it's just like speaks to me, and I really feel like now more than ever we are very aware of you know what messages we are meant that are meant for us. I think this book is brilliant. Um, without even reading your chapters, just even hearing you know the story behind it. Uh, What's exciting for me is that as reading your guys' books, your chapters, another person is ignited. Another person is given permission that their story matters. And even if they're not ready to tell their story to the world, they start thinking about telling their story to themselves or having conversations with themselves that are a little bit more on the uh, permission and loving and self-discovery versus the way that I used to chatter to myself, which wasn't as pleasant. And I really love that all of Kate's books that I've read to this date have been that way. They're very empowering, very enlightening. And just hearing Samantha talk about the collective of women that have supported each other, what could be more beautiful than having permission to be yourself in a group of people that really hold you and allow that to unfold, and then for it to be given out to the world. I know that some of us have written books of our own, and some of us have been in collective, and some of us, it's our first experience, and some of us, we haven't done it before. But it's a beautiful experience to be held amongst all of these women to be able to do this, even when you're scared, you feel 100% supported, or at least I did in my experience. Um, so give me a heart if you guys have felt that support amongst your collective as well and just yeah I think it's just a beautiful beautiful way I also love Donna that you kind of told us a story about Kate that it that this was something that fell into her lap and I think those are the best things it's like yeah I'll fill this need but having no idea how big the need was and then when people said I want to be in your next book it's like huh I think I've fallen into something here. I think this is big. And of course, being Kate, being Kate, she just ran with it and has perfected it along the way. So I think that's absolutely beautiful. Tracy, you're up next. Now, Tracy, I know a little bit about you and I love, love, love your profile, The Leader Shift.
8: Oh, thank you so much, Debbie. It's so good to see you again. I feel like I haven't talked to you forever. So thanks for inviting me here. Um, hello, everyone. Um, I'm just so excited. This is actually my fifth book and I was sitting here going, oh my God, is that true? <laughs> Anyways, it was just like a moment I had. I can. It, it, it's kind of like when you finally allow yourself to take a risk and follow your heart and pursue a dream, amazing things happen and then all of a sudden time goes fast and i cannot believe i'm sitting here today saying wow tomorrow i'm launching my fifth book this is my third collaboration book um and then two of my books were um that i wrote that and then i co-authored a children's book with my children so the reason i felt called to write this book is because so often when i'm working with clients we talk about writing letters to your younger self as a form of healing. And I have done a lot of blog posts about this. I've written emails about this. And Kate, I forgot, was on my email list. And she read a Dear Younger Self, I think, email that I sent out. And she said, oh my God, it's a secret, but you have to be in this book. It's coming soon. I'm like, okay, sign me up, I'm in. And of course, then I get to be with all these beautiful women um and it just makes it all the better because it's like finding your lifelong sisters that you it's like a piece of you is missing this is how i feel about it um so let me know if you've ever felt this way but sometimes you go through things in life where it feels like a piece of you is missing and then you connect with this sisterhood and realize oh there you are there you are friend i've i've been missing you my whole life and that's the best way I can describe my experience of working with these amazing women um, and the I guess the deeper reason though of like what I love to do for everyone is I love to help business owners like stand out in a crowded market so that they can truly grow their business to fit with their life um, and I help people do that without overwhelm or feeling like they're on that human hamster wheel um. And so anytime I get the opportunity to share from a level of growth that has come from, like that healing piece, it's there's something so true about healing when you're sharing your story in a deep, meaningful way, it allows this connection to happen that invites others in to learn from your story. And then I feel like we all just get these life lessons quicker and make more beautiful amazing things for the world um so i i could go on all day i i love i love every part of this and i'm just grateful that we have the opportunity to help so many amazing women and i cannot wait to see the ripple effects of everything that happens
1: I love that you brought up the ripple effect. We're going to talk about that a little later. Uh, So thank you for just jumping in with that. You have a very powerful why as well. And I love the connection that this is something that you were already doing with your, with your clients, with your email list, with your nurturing, with your, your way of serving. And so this is fascinating that it really pulled it all back together. Thank you. April, you're you. up next. Sorry about that, Tracy, I cut you off. Oh, no, I was just
9: saying thank you so much. <laughs> Hi, yeah, this is, uh, my name is April Davidson, and um, this is my first book, and my chapter is called Home, uh, which sounds like there's a very common theme um, with all of these stories, which is beautiful. Uh, but essentially my story is just there there became a point growing up around the age of sixteen where life got a little too painful and um so I just sort of gave up on the dreaming sort of fun thing that that young kids do and um and sort of left myself in you know suspended in that time and just raced through life. I had five kids in seven years, um went to school, did all of these things, and didn't wasn't really at one with myself or who I was or what I loved or what I wanted. Um, and it's funny that that Tracy said that as part of her, um, her advising people is, is writing letters to your younger self. That's something that I started uh, in my journaling. And, and so then this opportunity came up and it felt like a direct call to me and it's been healing and cathartic. And just knowing that someone might um, read this story and know that, that it's okay and that there is a way back and that home is wherever you decide to make it in yourself in a physical place whatever that means to you and that it's not it's not lost.
1: Wow, I love that. Well, congratulations on this being your first book. Obviously you uh, really picked a great book, a great title and a great collective to do it with. So congratulations, it's it's pretty darned exciting, isn't it?
9: I'm thrilled. This has been exciting and terrifying and all of the things (laughs) at once, but I couldn't ask for a better group of women to be doing this with, it's amazing. Oh, I love that, I love
10: that. Christy, you're up next. Well, hello, and thank you for having me here. This is um, this is my second ever podcast, and this is also my first ever book, so that's pretty exciting. Um, so just a little bit about me. My chapter is called "From Shelter to CEO." So um, my story begins where I was actually on top of the world. I was a music educator for ten years, and um, my kids had just played at the Great Carnegie Hall, in New York City, because um, they had won the right to be there through a um a a competition and um at that time my my kids started you know hey mom like turn down the radio it's too loud hey mom um turn down the tv it's really loud and and so i I went to the doctor i was like something's wrong so um then i was faced with my doctor telling me "Uh, i'm sorry miss wilden but you have um progressive sensory neural hearing loss and you'll be deaf by the time you're 50. so here I am, you know, with my, um. the only thing that heals me in my life is music. And to watch it just disintegrate in front of my face, sent me into this massive depression. And with the depression, I made really stupid decisions. And I ended up in uh, a rape and abuse shelter with my three children. So I'm not going to go into my entire story. But um, my chapter takes you through a roller coaster ride of the moment that I looked into my four-year-old son's face when he told me that I was perfect and that lit a fire inside of my tummy that I, I needed to be better. So from that point um, with my daughter and her own struggles, her and I came together as one and we created um, something insanely beautiful. Um, we have a nonprofit called Hands Up Silent Theater where we encourage the deaf to learn more about the performing arts and encourage the hearing to learn ASL and interact with deaf peers. And then our vision is to create 100% accessible performances for the deaf and hearing to enjoy together. So my goal and my why for this book is to get my book into as many hands as as many women in any shelter across the United States. So they know that they are not alone and that they're stuck there. So yeah, that's pretty much my why
1: wow what a powerful why and i can't believe this is only your second podcast because with a story like that the whole world uh, as as they need to hear every woman here on stage but they definitely need to hear yours may i ask you christy how you're using clubhouse um is it difficult is it something that um is has struggles for you or or is this all right
10: Yes, um it, it is kind of a struggle. I really wish that Clubhouse I, I mean, I don't know. It's my first time using Clubhouse. So if there's a caption way where I could read what everybody else is saying, that would be super helpful. So if there isn't one, maybe we can come together as a collective and reach out to Clubhouse and see if there's a way we could do that. But um lucky luckily for me hearing loss is on a on a scale kind of like autism where um if you look at an audiogram it goes from from um 10 to 120 so average hearing is at 20 and you can kind of look at it as like a percentage so like my right ear is at 65 my left ear is at 55 so my left ear hears better than my right and at 100 is complete hearing loss so right now i'm streaming you through my hearing aids into my own head so like it works for me but it would not work for my entire community
1: thank you for helping us understand that um and i know that you aren't the only person that has uh, voiced an opinion that you know it is an audio app but we could be more um, user friendly for that community so definitely i am on your side on that Um, But I'm certainly happy that you were invited and that you were able to come so that we could hear your story, not just read about it. Thank you. You're so welcome. Donna, I can't wait to hear your why.
5: So the first of all,
6: I'm I'm grateful to be here with you and Mary and my other co-authors. The chapter, the title of my chapter is I See You and Love You Deeply. And I wrote to my teenage self who felt left out. And
5: as clearly I'm still emotional about this, I can't read my chapter without crying, but I always felt like I didn't belong. And so here I am with this group of women who feel like my tribe, And it has been so cathartic, the story, writing the story was very cathartic for me.
6: And just to be surrounded by all of these amazing women is such a gift in my life. And I just am so grateful. And I, I wrote this story. And as I mentioned, I've been in several other books and all of those were more about my journey and, you know, the things that I've done. And this was truly the most revealing of who I am. And it just flowed through me. I wasn't sure what I was going to write, but when I sat down at the computer, it
5: just flowed. And I realized that this is going to help so many women who no matter what age they were, whether they were young, a teenager, twenties, thirties, forties, or older, that they are not alone. They're not the only one who feels these who feel insignificant or left out or marginalized or alone. And honestly, that's why I've written every one of my chapters is for others to know that they're not alone on their journey, because I often felt that way. And so it has been my mission to let others know that they are not alone.
1: I love that, Donna. I hear your passion, I hear your voice, and I just feel for you. And yet I know that these brave words, these courageous words and the action that it took for you to do what you're doing is so healing in your own right, but it's gonna ripple out and heal so many others. So we're gonna do things a little bit uh, backwards, Donna. I'm gonna start with you on this one. So we heard about your why. And some of you actually talked a little bit about the intention that you had, what you want your readers to know or hear. But I wanna go a little bit deeper into this experience of what it felt like to write. When you just talked, Donna, that it flowed through you, that it just, it was meant to happen. And for some of you, it'll be that, but some of you will have started to write something and it flipped and it changed, or maybe now that it's written, you're already ready to write another book. Tell me a little bit about the process for you, Donna. And, you know, it was there any like, Oh my goodness, I had no idea that was sitting there waiting to come through me just to help us understand a little bit more.
6: Sure. So, um, So it's interesting. Kate's process when we write chapters in her books is to have a conversation with her and and sort of sketch out what we want our chapters to look like. And I knew from that conversation that I really wanted to talk to my teenage self because there was healing that needed to be done there. And I sat and I meditated and I went back to that space in my life and came out of that meditation and just went right to my computer and just started typing. I mean, I don't know if some people do outlines or whatever their process is, but I just started writing. And my first line is, Oh, dear Donna, as our 60th birthday is quickly approaching, I've been thinking a lot about you. And it just poured out of me. And I acknowledged all the challenging times that she had and and how she worked her way through it and her how she learned to to manage it and thrive and figure
5: out what lit her up and how she protected herself. And I'm just so grateful. As hard as it was, I'm grateful for all of those experiences, because it led me to where I am now.
1: This is so beautiful, Donna when we get to that place where we are uh, finally seeing it as a gift and that you can really look backwards and see the wisdom and all of the life's experience, it just becomes this place where now we can just ripple that out into the world in such a beautiful way. Even if you were rippling it out before, this book has really unleashed something in you and I just feel it and I'm so thrilled for you, but even more thrilled for the world to witness all of this.
6: Thank you so much.
1: You're welcome. So I'm gonna do things a little differently this time. You guys know the, the order and you also know kind of how it's happening. So I'm not gonna interrupt in between. So Christy, you will go and you know talk us through the process of this book writing. And when you're done, you just pass it on over to April and so forth. Everybody get that? Perfect.
10: Got it. Um, okay, so. My process was a little difficult because when I sat down and I was like, how do I write this story? Um, Because there's so many different people that have come in and out of my life that have not been positive. And it took me to realize that I did not have to write their name because I was petrified to write who these people were because I didn't want my book to get to them and then for them to come firing back at me. And I realized something, this is my story. This is what made me who I am. And I do not have to speak your name to be a part of it because you don't have to be in my story. You were a part of my story, but you do not have, you don't have to stay. So you'll notice in my story, I don't mention anyone's names. Now, if the people pick up the book, they're gonna know who they are, but that's okay because I did not down them in any way specifically. I hope that makes sense so once i came upon that realization i just i was laying there in my bed and and i pictured myself kind of hovering over myself in that shelter at this moment where my legs were draped over my bed and my four-year-old was sleeping behind me and i put my hands in my uh, my head in my hands and, and i said man you are worthless and my little guy he just sat up looked at me and said, you're not worthless, mom. You're perfect. And then he rolled over and went back to sleep. Now, that's not divine intervention. I don't know what is, but that was the moment that the story started to flow because I knew I was writing it for them. I was not writing it for these other people in my life that were not positive. I'm passing it to April.
9: Oh, Christy, we actually had a very similar process then. Um, I was worried about the same exact thing. Uh, and ultimately, I had to get to the same place you did. It's my story. And i it's not anyone else's. And I didn't need to name names. And I didn't need to share any of those specifics because um, that wasn't a part of my journey per se. Like I didn't need, um, and maybe this was part of the cathartic writing experience too, but I didn't need somebody else to validate my experience by publicly being a part of it. I knew what I had lived through and I knew who I was. Um, and so having to sort of let go of that and, um, and just sit down and write my life and what I felt and what I remembered. Um, and it, and it was a process of surrender, which is um, kind of ironically, I guess, again my word of the year for the last couple of years of learning to just surrender and allow and Um, and just sort of go with what's happening. And it's been a really beautiful process, but I was worried that, uh, I agreed to do this. This book called to me in a way nothing ever has. And then I was worried that I didn't have a story to tell. And I think I've heard other people say that same concern. And then you sit down and realize, if I'm telling myself I don't have a story to tell, like I would never say that to another woman. We all have a story to tell. Um, And I know that if I read somebody else's story like mine, years ago, it would have done so much for my soul to know that somebody else had had lived something similar and made it through. So, um, so yeah, it, it felt, I think it was a process that was important and I'm I'm releasing all of it and looking forward to the, the next part of this journey. And I'll pass it to you, Tracy.
8: Thank you, April. It's so amazing to hear everyone's process. It, it, every time it's different for me, and listening to what my co-authors have just said, like April and Christy and Donna, it's so funny because the first, like the first stories I ever wrote, I was really careful to highlight people in the best light possible that maybe had done me wrong or car- caused harm. Um, and i realized later that even when i've left people out of the story and made it as beautiful as i can in the way that this is what happened to me this is what i learned it still has been blown out of proportion so every time so i had to release that that was part of my healing journey my approach to this to this story inside of dear younger self this was the most vulnerable like i've ever been in the sense that i wrote this so different and i think i had been talking to donna about that for a while every time i rewrote it i cried so i was like okay i must be on to something here but i wrote this story about coming from that place of it's nothing against you it's for me and that that piece led the thing where this story is written as as if it could be anyone. So it is written in the way that is if you were to ask yourself if you see yourself in this story, there are these different highlights and elements in our life where we are presented with these learning moments that, in the moment, we don't know that it is. But when you look back, it's always like, oh, yeah, that was it. So the way I wrote this story was really about trusting yourself and what comes for everyone when they trust themselves. So it was just very different than anything I've ever written. I'm very nervous, scared, excited, all the feelings balled up into one um, about this story, particularly because it's just different than anything I've ever written before. So I'll pass it to you, Erin.
7: Thanks Tracy. So when I started this I thought I was going to just write just to my dear younger self and through this process I just wrote and what came out of it is I was writing to my dear younger self and all of a sudden this conversation came out and my younger self started talking to my current self and there were lessons that came out that i reminded my dear younger self of that would have been great to know along the way but there were lessons that in this conversation that i needed to hear today so in my chapter it's really for anyone at any stage in life and there's a common theme in my chapter that really starts at the very beginning when I'm at age three, um, a very, like, it's all about confidence and how I lost it and I'm getting it all back. And it just, is amazing how it came out and it's just a common thread throughout and throughout this conversation and how all of a sudden my younger self is teaching me today, here and now about confidence. Um, and it's just amazing how it unfolded. So through this process, it, it, was, um, it was difficult, a lot of crying, um, a lot of tears. And every time I do read it, I get choked up. Um, a lot of experiences. Without them, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. But I could have – different paths would have taken me different ways. Um, I just hope that this will help people just along in their journey, um, just to be present in the moment. So I'm going to turn this over to Samantha.
4: Thank you. I relate, (coughs) excuse me, to a lot of what you said, Tracy, and I related to a lot of what Christy and April said in my initial, in my first book, I was careful to not use names and to be very neutral and as i've written more this time i put it all out there and i really put it all out there and i'm a psychologist and i really th- i was thinking about myself my nieces my clients and i i early on in my chapter talk about the fact that my dad has never once in my life said, I'm proud of you. And I am the good girl, the good, good, like didn't get a B, never got in trouble, went to the University of Michigan, and I have clients who tell me these things. And we have people who have bosses that never give compliments and aren't, we we live in a world that gives more criticism than praise. And so a lot of my chapter and I wanna go back to what Donna said. I did Kate's outline and I went through my process and I wrote the chapter we're supposed to within a certain amount of time after that phone call. And I went back to Michigan for Thanksgiving for the first time, in, first time after losing my husband. So my first Thanksgiving in our hometown without him. And I, re, I came back and I rewrote my chapter. It was an extremely emotional visit and a lot happened. And I rewrote my chapter and I felt the need to include the fact that it's not important anymore. That I intended to have this conversation at some point with my dad and say, Are you proud of me? You've never told me. And through writing this chapter and through that visit, it no longer matters because I'm proud of myself. And I think that these good girls and these good employees and these good students who don't get compliments and praise, we can find it within ourselves. And to you, Christina.
3: Wow. I don't know how to follow all these wonderful uh, shares, but I will uh, just say that I'm a first generation American and both my parents are from Europe. And part of what inspired me to be part of this book was an issue around legacy because I was not able to have children and my parents are both gone. Um, What is interesting and maybe what even my co-authors don't know is that I purchased my childhood home and I'm actually sitting in my childhood bedroom right now, which is my home office and so the first line of my story is standing in my childhood home in front of my childhood mirror i reflect upon my past and i still have that childhood mirror (laughs) so this was really a time for me to reconnect with my younger self and and you know, I ha- I have a podcast. It's called Ready to Land, which I'm relaunching because my word of the year this year is empower, which is part of gaining this community. You know, publishing my first book, I'm going to be launching my first website. Lo- lots of news, new things coming up for me, and lots of feels. Um, I really struggled with writing this chapter because I wanted, I had an, an expectation for what would happen when I wrote this chapter. I wanted to come to acceptance around everything and you know it was a spiritual process for me as well and you know am I willing to be willing to be willing to accept or to surrender that was part of my process and so I really did sign up for this to be a healing journey and it continues to heal and I can't wait to have this book in my hands and read everyone's chapter and 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 heal from other people's lessons and learning and, and um and truth. So um so that's kind of where I'm at and and I think I'm not quite sure what else what else to say at this point except that I'm really excited about tomorrow and I just um I'm just really sad that my parents are both not here anymore. To, to to be here for me. And I have something in a frame that, that my father wrote and I did include this in the chapter and I just would like to share this. Um, he was an alcoholic who found recovery at the age of 59. And so we had many years of sobriety together, but I also had many years where he wasn't sober. But what he wrote was so amazing. Uh, he wrote, learn to enjoy your own company you are the one person you can count on living with for the rest of your life. And so, yeah, I think um, I just was inspired by that and I'm inspired by everyone and thank you for this opportunity.
2: Wow, 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 Christina, that, that was so heartfelt. And um, I think that we are all healing. I mean, we heal every day. We sometimes don't even know that we need to heal from things, but they happen to us. And that moves us forward. But thank you so much for sharing that um, about your dad. That is such a beautiful statement. And to all of uh, my co-authors, your, your shares have just been so heartfelt to me. Um, I'm just so blessed to be part of this beautiful community. So Debbie, to circle back. Uh, What did it feel like for me to write? This is my my second book with Kate And I didn't even know that I was going to do it till Kate actually reached out to me and said she'd been meditating and I kept coming into her meditations and um, So I loved the title and but honestly, I had no idea what I'd write about and When I sat down I said, hmm, what what has been cha- what has been life changing for me? Like what would I say back to my dear younger self? And three things came, and that's why I wrote about three different events in my life. Because with those three things, I was tried and tested to the max. And I came out okay. I had I grew so much from them. And that was when I really realized um, that what I really did need was inside of me. And the first one is that happens, I'm age 16, it's a very young age, but I had to have such a belief in myself at that time. And I realized that as I got older, I went through these different things. Um, so I think that is true part of why I am so like, I look at people and I'm like, I believe in you, you have this in you, you have this gift in you. Um, it is so beautiful when we have that self recognition. And I can say that this book has been really profound for me because it is just like this light switch that has gone off. And I feel like I'm a rocket that's taking off and um, it's like world, you need to listen to my story, to all of these stories, Um, let's create that platform. And this is what this book is. It is a platform, um, just, it's so inclusive. We all come from such a different place, but yet there's so much um, love and strength and um, just joy.
1: I love that, Mary. So I wanna say thank you to each and every one of the, the co-authors that have joined us today. And I know that there's many more that will be reading their stories. The book launches tomorrow, Dear Younger Self. I find it fascinating. I can't wait to read everybody's stories. I've learned so much about each one of you and it's just made me more hungry to learn more about uh, you know the people that I hang around and the more that I can invite into my life as well. I would love to just popcorn around to finish off the room with what is the emotion that you're leaving this day with this conversation with, and we'll start with you, Mary, and then you can turn it over to Christina and go backwards. So what is the, the one word emotion that you're leaving today's podcast with?
2: Oh my goodness. One, this is hard. How about, um, ecstatic
3: Christina. Okay. I'm going to cheat. Um, what I have been told is what you birth is birthing you, which is such an incredible analogy for me because I haven't had children, but this is just overwhelming, exciting, nerve-wracking, all the above. And I will pass it on. Thank you. I'm
4: going to go with love. I love all of you women so much. Thank you, Mary and Debbie, for having us and doing this excited
7: tracy
8: i'm gonna go with appreciation since samantha said love so appreciation i appreciate all of you and all of this
9: i don't know uh if it's an emotion but i feel very seen um which just feels amazing so thank you ladies
10: i'm gonna go with confidence and for more more reasons than than just mine um getting to know you guys over the past few months i also see all of your confidence rising as well as my own and that's cause we're locking arms with each other. And
5: I really appreciate you guys. My word is belonging.
2: Wow. Ladies, Debbie, I can only say thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I know all of us are feeling the same and I know Debbie so well that she is too. Um, this has just been such a beautiful sharing of unlocking the knowledge that we have within us and sharing it with the world. I'm going to sign off with love and gratitude. And Debbie, do you have any last words for us?
1: Just what an honor it's been to be in the same room with you, hearing your stories and watching, you know, you really express yourself in such a beautiful way. I can't wait to read the book. Um, We'll get you all of the links and all of the ways that you can get the book. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day.
0: We've loved connecting with you today. And as always, we sign off with love and light, trusting that each listener knows in their heart they were created for greatness. We can easily see that greatness in you and we would love to be part of your journey to your highest path of creating and living the life that you love. We'd love to have you join our community of heart-led world changers, visionaries, and thought leaders. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. You can find us on all socials as The Synergy Sisters.